0: Welcome back to Open to Truth, a podcast all about exploring big ideas
1: and discovering truth together. My name's Clint. Hey, I'm Tony. Welcome back. Uh, On this episode, I want to chat about free will. Um, I feel like this is a conversation you and I have danced around a few times in various workouts and Mm -hmm. we've begun to poke and discover what the contours of it are, but we've never, I don't think, sat down. We haven't done an episode on it.
0: We haven't done an episode. Now, I will say that. At least some of the more early episodes, I have routinely said I have two main uh, guardrails or um, strictures for my theological thinking. And one is that I do think that God is ultimately foundationally loving Mm. and that human beings have free will. Wow.
1: Yeah, it's been a, you've considered it quite foundational.
0: To the point where I will, if we, if our theorizing about God, Leads us to reject one of those, yeah, then I just start to get like very uninterested and like it's pointless doing well, so. that's
1: I want to press you on that later, yep. that okay, because you would find you the fact that it would be uninteresting to you. Mm-hmm. I actually don't know if I believe, so okay. we'll we'll get there, <laughs> but yeah, I was just hoping that maybe we could yeah try to map out the territory of free will versus determinism. And I'd love to come at this from a lens of this is not going to be in, uh, this is not going to be a systematic theology discussion. So, like, I'm not super interested in going through different verses in the Bible and what kind of picture does scripture paint because I, it seems to me like scripture paints a variety of views. You've got authors that seem to point to these different understandings of free Mm -hmm. will or determinism. And
0: people have tried to stitch it together. Yeah. But, like, just, uh, God hardened Pharaoh's heart. Yeah, in early Genesis. Yep.
1: Versus, God desires all men to be saved. Yeah. Later on, so He's, they seem at odds. <laughs> that's a whole separate discussion about how you might handle scripture. Instead, I'd really like to focus on a couple of things. One is uh, taking a close look at experience. Mm-hmm. Here we are having the human experience, and at times it certainly feels like we have free will. That's us that's a set, it's a way that we talk. It's a way. Uh, we hold people accountable for their actions. So I'd love to talk about that, just the experience of it. And then I'd also like to tease out like philosophically, what would be the knock-on effects of adopting a view where free will exists or free will doesn't exist? What do you give up either way? What do you gain either way? Mm-hmm. And I'll say I was, I've, um, I've gone through different phases with this. So mm. uh, early on, would have been a strong proponent of free will. Then I swung into all my reformed stuff, and went pretty, pretty hard on determinism there. Then I swung back out of that and went to Molinism, uh, and was a again proponent of free will. And nowadays, I, to me, it's a bit of an open question. Um okay. And so. One that matters. As far as I, mattering that, goes, that's an open question. Okay. I'd like to find that out as well. Okay. Uh, which is part of discovering what would the knock-on effects be? Yeah. Before I like commit to a view, uh, I, I'm just going to hold all of this loosely before the mind try to map it out and see if we can reach some kind of consensus. But I, w- I'm expecting, and maybe we'll get to the end of this conversation. I'll still say, yeah, I'm kind of agnostic on it. Not sure. Mm-hmm.
0: So, and I'll say just my own caveat. Yeah.
1: There's been
0: just so 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 much written about this oh yeah it's a timeless discussion i I've, i cannot purport this to be any kind of
1: boilerplate this is the end all be all no which is almost like when i suggested this topic to you i almost was thinking well it's all maybe we shouldn't talk about it because mm-hmm. it has been so talked about will inevitably leave out it. an important filament yeah. of the broader storied discussion right so. but on the off chance that one of you has been thinking about this or wrestling with this. I mean, if you're listening to this, it means you clicked on it and you probably saw that it said free will in the title. So maybe this will be helpful okay. to you.
0: I think, they, I think most people would. I've, I happen to think it's a fundamental existential question.
1: Mm. Yeah. So, so, so yeah. hopefully it's of interest to you. It is of interest to me because it's an open question for me at this point.
0: Would it help? I don't know how, what you're thinking about in terms of a structure. Mm. Should we start with trying to define the terms? Yeah. At least a, get agreement that's there. That's safe. Because, well, I think what I like about this discussion is that that's typically not where you get conflict. Mm-hmm. It's just everyone agrees what the terms are, it's just which one's right. Yeah. Sometimes you can really battle over a term. Like yeah. What's a right, you know? Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, determinism. Let's see. How do you want to say it this time? It's the idea that whatsoever comes to pass. Uh, had to have come to pass mm-hmm. through the causal effect chain prior to it.
1: Yep. And yeah. Is and I right? think mm-hmm. um, certainly on like a materialist worldview, where all that really exists is particles bumping into each other at like billiard balls, um, that would be one form of determinism, but not the only sort. Uh, you don't have to be a materialist to be a determinist you could Mm -hmm. think for example that even um well going back to the theism thing even spiritual realities or mental realities all of those or if there's a soul what's going on in there Mm -hmm. could all be determined whether by god or or whatever um but yeah
0: it's the idea that i think it's in the westminster confession of faith it says something like god has ordained whatsoever shall come to pass there you go yeah yeah, yeah. Wonder, we can wonder about the mechanics of that, but there's something about the mind of God having scripted, let's yep. say, uh, all events in the cosmos, not only the protons, electrons, but uh, the apparently free yep. actions of
1: people. Yep. Is that self defeating? He hasn't determined his own actions. Did he determine his determining of it? Anyway, you know what uh, I'm saying. I don't.
0: I not. I don't think all. Determ- Theological determinists would say that God himself is determined.
1: Right. God is the only free agent. God is the only agent? This is where I wanted to go. Is, does determinism necessarily deny agency? Is the, is, are we saying free will well, and agency needs, are the same thing? It
0: needs to be de- defined. Yeah. yeah, so let's tease it out. Now, agent the free- is going to be more contentious okay. than just saying
1: free will, I think. Well, can you tease out the difference to me? Well, uh, when I think about an agent, I think about a will. Uh, Someone who is the someone who is deciding. So so to deny determinism
0: would mean to say that actually not whatsoever comes to pass had to happen because of prior cause and effect chains. There's some uh, flare up in the system that can send a billiard, billiard ball, ball in a different direction that itself is unmoved in some way. There's something about mm. this entity that Uh, doesn't have a prior chain necessitating every single aspect of it. And so sometimes the locus of that has been a human soul or a will Mm -hmm. or a mind. We can kind of conflate all of those for now. Uh, There's a locus of agency, uh, the ability to direct one's will in a certain way that's uncaused, not uninfluenced, but uncaused. That so to speak, I'm the uh, the I, I'm an I of sorts, that I'd be in the driver's seat and uh, able to do otherwise and or am, in some sense, the source of the
1: actions. Mm -hmm.
0: Yeah, that seems like a clear. So I did use the term agency in my description of free will. Yeah. So sure, I mean, but I think some people, I I don't know if uh, a determinist would just want to like, totally give over that term okay but i don't know if it's does too much work okay in the argument all right so so is that a fair description of the two views i think so or was it too jargony do we
1: make it more simple no that's fair that's fair i just think yeah let's dive into then. okay the felt experience of of what mm-hmm. what our intuition so, say about this so
0: one reason that i have routinely said that that's one of my guardrails is and the reason i would find a lot of things much less interesting is that it feels like one of the things that if i know anything at all then this is something that i know it's so near and dear to my experience really that it would pull the rug out from under my entire epistemology th- that Maybe okay, fine. Maybe interest isn't the right word. Maybe I would still like have discussions and stuff um, if I thought
1: otherwise. But um, do you just mean it would grieve you to give it up? It's found da- like it would be. It would it would really upend the rest of the Jenga tower. If you oh, didn't. it
0: would. It's a, yeah. It's at the bottom of the Jenga
1: tower. Yeah. Right. It's
0: of it's one or two of those. It might be yeah two. Really, it would be one, and then the whole thing would fall. Surely, and and maybe the tower that's reconstructed would have similar offices in there. Like Mm -hmm. it doesn't just because I got rid of free will doesn't mean I have to suddenly think something different about abortion. Right. But um, I think it would change a lot.
1: Yeah. So there's okay. You're you're acknowledging that there's emotional resistance to the idea because of how. disorienting it could be or how much work would need to be done to rebuild a tower I don't even know if it's emotional
0: it's um, it, I guess in the sense of um, I, I need to be very wary to just ditch this yeah it would be very costly okay. mentally yeah um, yep to restructure the whole thing
1: yeah where is it on your Jenga tower? oh this is what I yeah mm. this is what I wanted to quiz you on surely just the, your consciousness is the foundational thing Surely that is be- that is bedrock for me. That's well, the that's the table of the tower. That Jenga tower is even sitting on. Okay.
0: Well, I mean, because I am I'm conscious. Yeah. Of this, there cannot be any doubt.
1: Yeah. That's the that to me is the one thing that I cannot be wrong about. Okay. Fair enough. That's the. But foundation. I'm not
0: saying that about free will. I could be wrong. I okay. could Totally be wrong. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. I could remove that Jenga piece. I don't even know what it means to... to It's
1: just supporting a lot of other bricks, right? Yeah, yeah. Yeah.
0: Okay. I thought you'd find that more cute, that little comeback.
1: Yeah. (laughs) It's the table. I'm sorry that I didn't. I did want it to be part of the tower there for a moment, but I'll go with your analogy. Okay. Yeah, the consciousness is the table. Okay. (laughs) So it's foundational for you in that way. And I... Look, I, I agree that... I have felt at times... Um, well, certainly I've, I've believed it. I've felt it that I am choosing things. Mm -hmm. I have felt like I am.
0: No, everyone can help themselves to that. There's this uh, great line. I think it's the beginning of one of Richard Dawkins books. Mm -hmm. He says, evolution is a story of how our world works. That's apparently designed. And of course, Dawkins doesn't think it is designed, Yeah, but it, it does strike you as a Apparently so. When you look at it, yeah. So the same can be said for everyone. In the discussion is like, wow, it really seems like I have free will. Yes. But I don't. You know, if you're a determinist. Yeah. For these and these reasons. Well,
1: for some of these guys, like a Sam Harris, mm-hmm. who would be a proponent of a determinism of sorts. He doesn't think we have free will. Yeah. And I, I'm going to try to sort of channel my inner Sam for the, okay. The sake of this discussion, I'm. So I'm going to say things I don't necessarily believe, but that's what we do here, just to sure. try to tease it out. Sam is saying that although there might be, uh, like you just said, the sensation of choosing, if you if you look very closely, you'll see that that isn't what's happening. Instead, what's happening is that you are, like you've said before, I am a thinking thing, and I think I think Sam would contend you are a sensing thing. You are, a, you are not. You are not what you sense, I am not uh, smell, I am not sound, I am not thought, I am the space in which all of those things arise. And so, in the case of decision making, I am also the space in which intention arises. Intentions are things that arise just like clouds in the sky, just like smells and sights, they arise and they pass away. Sometimes they result in action. But even, even the thought, I will do X, is something that arises. It, and so the claim is that if you look closely enough, you, you, can't, you can't ever pinpoint where exactly the choice is being made. You, are on, you can only ever discover that a choice has been made once it presents itself in consciousness. Does that make sense? I'm not sure. I, I think... I, I mean, you, you can think disagree, I heard, but did I outline it okay, or was that confusing there?
0: I think so. Sorry, part of me did, my eyes might have glazed over because I was preparing my own response, so that's, I apologize. That's all right. But I do trust that you described it well. Um, I just, well, first, I'm not sure that I share that same exact experience. Well, maybe, maybe run our listeners through a way to test this. I mean... He pr- he does this in his episode. I recommend people go watch it. I think it's probably a couple months back. Mm-hmm. He gives this tour de force, once and for all discussion of free will, oh. and he asks people to run through this exercise, and he'll show you that you don't actually have it. Mm-hmm. So, and it goes something like I think the example he uses was like, pick three of your favorite movies, yeah, or something, and just be really studious about what's going on in your mind, yeah. And you'll notice that like uh, Forrest Gump,
1: uh, Back to the Future, Star Wars. So I just did it a little bit right there. Uh, they sort of flash before the mind. Images or titles. Mm-hmm. You, when I say pick three, pick your favorite movie, a few of them populate yes. in the mind there. That's one right. after the other. And then the free will proponent would say, and then I choose which one I'm going to report is my favorite. But yeah, I, yeah, I mean... But, yeah, but I'm s-
0: going to subject it to some reasons. Mm-hmm. So h- how about this? Here's a competing metaphor okay. that maybe there's a little bit of it that can feel like can kicking down the road of the problem. Mm-hmm. But just allow me. Let's take it again. We're, what we're doing is we're taking a look at this inland empire. What's uh, there's all these things out here and I'm looking within and imagine there's this great realm out before me and there's different pastures and manors and and villas, and streets, and hotels, and hospitals, all, like, in the mental space equivalents, right? And But I, what am I? I am the executor. I am the president. I'm the king of this empire. Now, I am not doing all of the, I'm not delivering pizzas. I'm not running the ambulances. I'm not the school buses. I'm not even the couriers in the executive office. I am at my desk,
1: Mm-hmm.
0: And people come in the door like a president in the Oval Office and they bring in things on my desk, really important documents yeah. that I need to either sign into law or to veto. Now, there, the clan, so this is where free will people have gone wrong in the past, I think. And it's no fault of their own. I think it was just we've learned a lot more about science and neuroscience, like how the brain works and stuff. But the claim to free will is not the claim to be in full absolute control over every minutia of the inland
1: empire. No, that's no, not, no, no, no. That's not the claim. So just intrusive be- thoughts ju- happen.
0: Yeah, just because I, just because brain populated Forrest Gump, Back to the Future, Star Wars, doesn't mean that that has some that's gone past the executor's desk or what that was was some couriers brought in some leaflets on the executor's table, mm-hmm. and now here I am and I can choose to report them. I can choose to say them. Uh, I can choose to like look at them more closely and say, actually, bring me in another batch. Because actually, the more I think about it, I, fr- I really like Lord of the Rings. So an- another guy just brought in that one, given more time to reflect. And I am, I'm allowing things, these processes, to run automated in a way. Like Go go run the, the movie algorithm. Go look back in the library and see some of the stuff that I liked. That's mm-hmm. kind of what's going on. Yep. But meanwhile, I'm sitting up in my office. I am the I, am the, I the attender. I'm the one giving I,
1: a, Letter I, not yes. E-Y-E. Right.
0: Yep. The, or perhaps I am the I atop the pyramid. And I'm the one directing attention at things. And I'm allowing the couriers of my empire to bring me missives on a host of topics and what's the evidence that you are this president well that to me uh, that to me is uh, a metaphor that describes my lived experience that's what it feels like to be me
1: right i think sam would say if you look closer at your actual experience there you it depends. Also, just to be
0: clear, mm. and I don't because I'm worried that something might be smuggled in. Okay, and may, just if, if our listeners have the patience to maybe hit the pause button at that part in the conversation and go back to consciousness, because that's a super important thing that I'm I'm worried. To, maybe to your point, maybe it isn't okay just to say that's the table that everyone's assuming the same thing about it. Mm-hmm. Maybe it's more conjoined with free will than you might think,
1: mm-hmm.
0: but. I I am consciousness. I am a I am a locus of consciousness, and just what it means to be conscious is that I am an attending thing. I'm attending to things, and I'm I am directing it.
1: Why do you think that? Why do you think you are directing it? Why are you not noticing uh, thoughts arising? Like like the three the three movies get populated, and then a thought comes. I don't like those three. There's one I liked more. And then the thought comes, Lord of the Rings. And then a thought comes, yes, fetch me Lord of the Rings. But those are all just arising in consciousness. You only ever discover that you have made the decision. At what. I just,
0: I don't, that, maybe
1: this is ultimately where uh,
0: it's inscrutable. Mm. Uh, but that to me seems, if, if we were worried about evidence for mine, I don't see any evidence for that. But- really? I suppose, I mean, like I said, I think both are, um, n- how do I put it? They both, they both might be unfalsifiable, mm. unfortunately. I'm worried about that right now. Mm-hmm. But, uh, wh- so using my own metaphor then of the courier like describe it that way.
1: So I, I think I might reject the entire metaphor.
0: I There's think, just no executor.
1: I mean, yeah, there. You are. You are more like the eye on top of the pyramid, and you see it all. You see it all. You see the movies get populated. You see the thoughts. Rejecting and it's almost those like movies. a clothesline
0: that you can move, and little things dangle in front of it.
1: I don't know if it's more like sitting and watching clouds go by. It's like watching weather or watching a movie or something. And and if if it's true that you are consciousness, if that. Strip everything else away. Let's mm-hmm. think about what you're okay. not. Ship of Theseus. What was it? Ship of Theseus. Sure. Yeah. Strip away everything else that you're not. You aren't your hand. You aren't your arm. You aren't mm-hmm. your body. You aren't what you smell. You aren't what you think. Yeah, so I think that's... Would you agree with that? That you're not what you think? You are not your thoughts?
0: Uh, yeah, I have thoughts.
1: I'm not them. You experience thoughts. Sure. Thoughts are part of the panorama of experience.
0: I am a I do, well I happen to think I'm a thinking thing.
1: Why? But, uh, Why do you think you're doing the thinking?
0: Um hmm. Well, here we get into because, sorry, the, just so just it. but just to be clear, like I there's other independent evidence for a free will position yeah. that you might want to think that you are on that basis. mm mm-hmm. Mhm. Um, but I could say, but just, it just seems like, okay, how about this? Mm. It just seems like I can, we can all help ourselves to a two quoque ad hominem attack, which is okay to you as well. Like, okay, what's your evidence for your view? It could just as easily be this one. There's no, there's nothing recommending just without going to independent stuff Mm. when we're just trying to describe the inner life. There's nothing to recommend the view that you are character at Sam's view or my view.
1: Uh,
0: I, get the, I get that he's just saying upon studying what it's like, but you just said, but how do you know it's not like yours? That's not evidence. That's just a question.
1: That's not, no,
0: a, it's not even an argument.
1: No, uh, yeah, I'm yeah. I'm asking I'm, you a question. I'm asking you to expand on why do you think you are the one doing the thinking? And I would say why are you treating thoughts differently than you are treating any other appearance in consciousness Where you don't identify you don't attach mm-hmm. to clouds in the sky or weather, why is it thoughts that you think I am the one doing that
0: um, let me see. Is there something about Maybe I'm confused about what you're asking uh, hmm. i do I think I did say that i do i think that all uh, all the appearances can be such like the courier brings it before the desk. Mhm. And I'm not just like choosing okay now start smelling strawberries when strawberries are in the room. Sure, that's not, not that fine tuned. Sure. Like I just I I'm appeared to Strawberry. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. I'm appeared to Forrest Gumpley upon <laughs> yeah. asking about the movies. I agree. Yeah. So I I'm fine with all that language about appearances. Yeah. But then there I I just happen to think and this it just strikes me as so fundamental to how it feels to be me mm-hmm. that these are brought before me yeah. and then I, now i can fiddle with them and do stuff with them i can reject them i could run the algorithm again like for instance since we've been talking i, I did not run an algorithm again after the second one of lord of the rings mm-hmm. i could if i want to i could just like i could stop doing what we're talking about and then go to be thinking about some more movies but now I don't feel like I want to do that because that's a rabbit trail and your point is all the thoughts you just said are just mere appearances that have sprung out of the stream of consciousness like a trout that just sprung up and it flopped onto the land and you're noticing it mm-hmm. uh, I, I I guess that could be the case but but again there's no there's nothing to recommend the
1: view direct experience recommends the view and okay fine then other than just... Then we're just at an impasse with direct experience, I guess.
0: I guess, uh, or yeah, I guess Sam, or uh, as far as you're being yeah. uh, channeling him, yeah, yeah, you're saying that no, like that's how it feels to be me. Just things come before my mind, and I don't really fiddle with anything or I, do any manipulations. Well, uh, I'm
1: not, I'm not rejecting the notion that the sensation of fiddling comes before the mind and the sensation of choosing between movies, that I experience all of that. Mm-hmm. I'm wondering, why do I identify with the fiddling as being me, and not just yet another appearance?
0: I wonder, I need to explore this more, um, because there seems like just a really clear analog with external world skepticism. Yeah. That no one, n- no like really serious thinker is an external world skeptic. I'm sorry. Right. And so, because and because it's it's for the same reason that I'm trying to articulate now is that just properly basic, you mean? Maybe that, or there's nothing that actually like recommends it. I get that you can just say it's possibly the case that it's this way, or it appears to me. But um, hmm. maybe this is then the move to independent evidence. Maybe.
1: I'd l- yeah. What is the independent? So yeah.
0: Just to be really clear. So I'm saying that I can, I have
1: executive control. Is that a helpful phrase when yeah, I say that? Yeah, I know that? what you. I know what you mean by that. Because I, I mean, I again. Because in feels- all of this, I do feel it. I feel agency, mm-hmm. right? But when I look very closely, I see that even my feeling agency. Is an appearance in a more basic, a a more prior condition of consciousness. First, there is consciousness. Then there is the feeling of agency, and the the smell of strawberries. But that
0: okay, wait, all right, let me try this. Um, I I guess maybe I would agree with that. Also, like. the fact that we could talk about it at all, everything that we talk about right now mm-hmm. will of course be something that appears before consciousness. Mm-hmm. But that doesn't mean that's all that there is to be said about it. Like that's the terminus of the explanation. Like, oh, well, you can't say anything more about it. It's just an appearance. Well, I know everything, well, Forrest Gump was appearance. Everything is yeah. an appearance. But I'm, but I'm trying to say that, I guess, yeah, that because it's the mental life, the feeling like I'm doing something mental with those appearances is some evidence to me that I am in control. I'm an executor of sorts. You're like, but no, it's just an appearance. Oh no. I already said yes to that. Yep. It is, but it's not merely so for this other thing that I'm talking about. And then I just feel like I'm met with, yeah, but it's an appearance and I'm already, we're past that. We all agree because you can't think, you can't have any mental representation, in, without it being an appearance in consciousness. Right. That's right. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, now uh, I'm feeling like I've scored a point when I shouldn't have. But <laughs> <laughs> what yeah. would, well, what's what's the response to that? Um, maybe it comes down to, like you you would have to say it's but it's merely an appearance, and that's the part
1: I don't think we have. Yeah, say more about that, because I think that's right. There's something here about, on Sam's view, it is tied to the illusory nature of the self, which is the, that's the Buddhist claim, is that even mm-hmm. your, your feeling of being an I is illusory. You experience it, it's there, like a hologram is there. So it's not, it's not false in the sense that it, it, it's not really a sensation you have. It is really, you really do feel like an I. Uh, but that feeling... Turns out to be a mirage like a hologram it is it is something that what you what you really are far far I down know. deep deep in what you really are is consciousness that's that's your
0: and maybe i'm building too much into consciousness I'm
1: wondering because for you I think consciousness and agency seem really, really tightly linked right mm-hmm. can we can we sketch out a little bit of the Independent evidence you've alluded to and and maybe some of the moral implications of these different views because we can view as you can examine your own experience. Yeah um, So the chief piece of independent evidence would be the
0: moral argument for free will. Yeah, and this is basically the idea that um, If uh, If you have moral responsibility, then you have free will you have moral responsibility therefore you have free will it's a pretty simple sure uh now one there's this phrase in philosophy called i've said it before on here one man's modus ponens is another man's modus tollens, mm-hmm. which basically means when you give it a conditional like that if x and y, then the other person could just deny um you know another piece of it mm-hmm. and generate a different conclusion so i said i did modus ponens there, yep. But someone might say, if you have moral responsibility, then you don't, then you have free will, which we agree. But then their second premise would be, but you don't have free will. Right. Therefore, you don't have moral responsibility. responsibility.
1: Yeah. So, so
0: so who's right? Like, so their conclusion is the opposite of my premise, mm too. So the big question is, do you have moral responsibility? Yeah. And by golly, it just. We act like we do, first of all. It just would. That's another one, man. That would really upend... I mean, it might be the next block up Yep. that I have moral duties <clears throat> and obligations and things are right and wrong Yep. and I ought to do something or not do something.
1: Well, now see, okay, help me with this because I haven't read The Moral Landscape, which is one of Sam's books where he tries to outline the moral landscape. Mm-hmm. Um, it does seem to me like on his view, he's wanting, he's wanting to have his cake and eat it too, right? He does. He does want that. Where there is... There is still uh moral rights and responsibilities and ethical obligations and all of that, but they too are does he think they're objective I think so okay uh-huh um it would be a straight consequentialist view and yeah and so on determinism you've got there is no there is no moral agent that is. Choosing to do it's it again is it's like the weather. Uh, murder a, a psychopath, a murderer is like a hurricane. It's a natural disaster. Hmm. Um, tragic. Yep, people are dying.
0: No, I don't. Now wait a minute. I don't think I'm fine with saying that as well.
1: Mm. You don't think Sam would?
0: No, no, no. no. Both uh, the free will and determinists can accept that there are some people to wit- that do not actually have. Um, part of their inland oh, empire has been sabotaged. Okay, yeah,
1: yeah. You're saying like if he's truly psychopathic, yeah, he's ill. Yes, and his yeah. mind's not functioning right. The agency is the been courier. Corrupted. Some of the
0: doors are locked, and some yeah. of the
1: couriers can't get in. <laughs> yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, okay. Take something less dramatic. Somebody who's not psychopathic, but still makes uh, wrong moral choices or does things we would consider evil. That should be treated in the same way. Uh, that we think about a natural disaster which which has implications for how you would think about justice and the justice system there because suddenly if if nobody is blameworthy and nobody is creditworthy for the or praiseworthy for the good that they do it on that view it would seem like to to punish somebody uh, for an action that they were determined to do seems unjust instead, you might want to try to uh, following the weather analogy, redirect the hurricane, rehabilitate, uh, fix the... Well, I've
0: heard Sam talk about this, that, that um, it's just, that would just, it would just, we need a big rebranding project with criminal justice then, because mm. on his view, you're right. Yeah. It does not make sense to describe it as a punishment or retributive. Mm-hmm. It's just, uh, oh, you, your hurricane is blowing everywhere, and it needs to be we contained. To, yeah, contained in a maybe cell. Maybe in a jail. Uh, and w- it would be Better for everyone if you were not this way. So we're gonna put you through some rehabilitation things. Yeah. And that's fine. And and someone with a lo- robust libertarian view of free will might want that as well. Mm-hmm. Like that. But yep. but those two cases, uh, I'm even less worried about those as yep. much as you or I and the listeners who are not psychopathic yep. and totally broken maybe all of our empires are a little bit sabotaged. But, yeah. Yeah. Um, and almost, I almost want to leave out the legality piece too. And like, how okay. do we run the system? Yeah. But just straight ethics alone, regardless if I was found out and mm-hmm. arrested, uh, it's, it's wrong of me to punch my wife in the face. I agree. Okay. I'm, we don't have to be patronizing to go through all yeah, the yeah. obvious moral claims, <laughs> but maybe it's helpful just to make it stick. Uh, it's wrong for me to incessantly yell angrily at my son, who sometimes needs love. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's wrong to put my cat in a burlap sack and tie it and light it on fire.
1: Yeah, everyone agrees with that. Sam agrees with that. He's just saying. Hey. I don't. I don't know if I like how he gets there, but even. Uh- even your sense of that being wrong, you had no control over. It just you appeared too wrongly when you think about punching your wife in the face. And then, so describe how that went down, like from from
0: me not doing it to doing it on Sam's view. And there's no executor. Sorry, from from just me sitting here, and then I'm gonna punch my wife in the face later. Yeah, that, I mean, that happened in the future. Yeah, and now describe how it gets to that moment yeah. on Sam's view. You're
1: not gonna like it. Okay, but I will describe it. On Sam's view, you're sitting there and you are having the sensation that you're sitting there uh, and anger is aroused in you. Suddenly anger is present in consciousness along with an intention, an intention to move your body in such a way that you'll punch your wife. And on the heels of that intention is a sensation of deciding, or weighing, shall I, shall I not do it? And on the heels of that is the appearance of a, de, a decision to do it. And then comes the punch, and you experience that. So um, I, I said you wouldn't like it. You're right. Yeah. You're I know right. you didn't. Got upset. <laughs> I <it>. you didn't. <laughs> I know you don't like to hear that they're all appearances, but I think I think that's what well, it agree, comes back to.
0: But again, maybe we need to tweak it, mm-hmm. because I agree, mere, there are mere appearances. That's what he has to say. They're merely appearances. Yeah, what nothing- are you, how much
1: are you loading in... Yeah,
0: because it's just distinguishing it from my view. Because I would agree that it's an appearance. Again, I was trying to, maybe it's unfair, but it seems fair to me. I'm trying to disarm this view. Yeah. But like there, because I think a lot of capital is being like, well, but it's an appearance. And that's the big nugget of truth. I'm like, oh, I'm going to take that away from you, that big nugget, that revelation. Because I also think it. I can, that fits into my view also. Yeah. Everything that I'm, anything mental is an appearance in my consciousness. Yeah. Yeah. I'm just saying also, uh, that like there is some, and it's fine that you did this, but like some folk psychology terms of like on the heels of, and like, yeah, like I, I, when that intention came, uh, the executor then decide, like made the decision I am, or I am not going to punch my wife. And then, then I will, my body will respond in turn. And there's nothing about the story you told that would recommend the view as a possible view. It could be true, but there's, but just telling the story is no, is no evidence at all. And you might say, but you telling your story is no evidence at all. Yeah. But my evidence is that, man, it's really wrong to punch my wife. And now maybe it's where this is where we need Sam or, Mm -hmm. you know, someone to step in and say how their view can make sense of moral requirements when your story was that, just sure. snapshots of a movie sure. of, uh, uh, and I'm punching.
1: Yeah, yeah, sure. I don't know that.
0: I, I don't think you can. I mean, most people don't think yeah. you can. He's on an, relatively on an island.
1: Hmm. Yeah, I guess I'm stuck on your evidence of this executor. I guess you just have the sensation of it. It feels yeah, I, mean that, way I mean
0: that I mean partially though when we started with uh, like a world that appears as though we have free will Yeah, that's what I'm that's what I'm thinking most people are trading in and I was told by Sam Actually when you inspect it more you'll find out it's just mere appearances and I don't buy that at all I get the helpful thought experiment of more things are automated than I might think or that they are appearances to me, but nothing suggests that I am not also the executor because that is so obvious to me from my experience. I have felt this so much. I mean, maybe we should run through some examples. Uh, you will inevitably come to this. Well, maybe not. I'm a worse person than you, <laughs> but I frequently think of I'm I'm, a, I'm very, very annoyed with one of my children. Yeah. They are making really loud sounds and everything. And there's this moment. And I've I've done it both ways. Yeah. So I feel like I've made different choices mm-hmm. on pretty similar stimuli. There's some different causal parts to the day. Maybe one day was a little bit worse than the other, and that led to difference. Mm-hmm. But man, in the in the moment, it's like the same. I can. They're pretty similar shrieks. You know. Yeah. Ah! And there's jarring. And I could say, No, Jack. Yeah. Go to your room. And I do it really angrily. Or I can be like. Is there anything I can get for you, buddy? Like, mm-hmm. what's wrong? Yeah. Two totally different responses. We can wonder about which one you want to say is right or wrong. Maybe some cases you should yell. But they're different, right? Mm-hmm. Different a uh, po- uh, principle of alternative possibilities. And so I chose differently. I harnessed in the latter example what I think was some moral fiber. I thought about I. I felt this urge really strongly to just yell it out and I was like, "oof, pump the brakes." So he's just so his explanation of that is I get I get this is what's frustrating to tears. Yeah. Is I get that you can always appeal, well there was a different causal stream that led to that. I know, like there were well, different days and different things happened in the day that maybe like <laughs> led to some little different piece of appearance coming before the eye.
1: I'm I know you don't want me to, you would like to hand wave that, but I'd like to dive in a little because a few episodes ago, we talked about finding ourselves believing certain things. Mm -hmm. Why are you not also finding yourself making certain decisions and finding yourself acting certain ways? Like, just as an extension of that, uh, there there is a different causal path on day one to day two for why you might yell or not yell. Um. And today, I found myself convicted that I should actually be quiet. And Well, in that discussion,
0: I, I did say I appealed to the notion of still having an executorship to, to, to go off and do some research that might lead me to finding myself believing something different. But I've had it go a third way, too, mm-hmm. where very angry, remember the Lord and Jesus and morals, yep. and then screw that and still yell because it would feel good. Okay. So,
1: I mean... I've, yep. Can I... Push you one further because this has been a i hope you have a silver bullet for this because it would help me okay what do you make of the argument that that you are you can only i don't know can only or you do only ever do what you think is um how i need to be careful in how i phrase it i want to say You should have all my revolver cocked and ready for my silver bullet. I know. I just, I'm worried if I'm not careful with how I phrase it, it's going to be, I'm not going to clearly articulate the problem. But I am only ever choosing my self interest. So in the example, it's going to feel good for me to yell at Bubby or whoever. Yeah. So in this case, I'm going to do the yelling, despite it being wrong on the grand scheme. I shouldn't have yelled here, but there's some pleasure that I want. I'm going to do it. Now, in the other story, Mm -hmm. it's, I'm sensing that if I yell at him, I'm going to then feel guilt. I don't want to feel guilt or shame. I want to feel virtuous. So I'm going to display patience today. In both cases, you're just trying to feel okay. You're trying to seek the good, whatever that would happen to be, whether it's the pleasure of yelling at him or it's the pleasure of avoiding guilt and feeling like I was virtuous. And thus, whatever
0: my brain happened to populate, that convinced me in that moment that this
1: is the good, then I will just do that That's all you ever do is what you think is best. It's all you can never do. Is it is it just a a word problem, or is there some is there an actual problem there about us only being able to ever? Can we ever really be selfless? Because even our virtue, even our selfless acts, for me, if I really look at it, come from a sense of I will feel better if I am selfless. I will either feel like I did the right thing, or I will feel more virtuous, I, and maybe or it will satisfy the the empathy I have for this person. It will scratch my compassion itch in some way. And as much as I'd love to talk a big game about being others focused and generous, I can't deny that I think just about all my virtue that I pursue, I do because I will feel better if I do it. You know, it's self-interested in that way. Does that make sense? Do you have Mm -hmm. a sort? Can you help me?
0: Um, and, and just can you put a finer
1: point on how that's a problem for my free will view maybe it's not but but in what sense is there
0: do i have what you're f- describing is psychological egoism as far as i'm concerned okay which uh, egoism is yeah you know, basically acting out of self-interest the i yeah and you're not it's not ethical egoism you're not saying it's always the right thing to do to no, act out of self-interest. but it is all it's psychological. It's.
1: I want to say it's all I can do. And in that yeah. sense, maybe we get to I the freedom thing. And a lot of people would thing. agree with you. I mean, that's a view. I can't do otherwise. And so in what sense am I free to do other th- otherwise? Where's, where is the freedom? if In every circumstance, I'm going to... At least,
0: and, and just to be clear, it's, it's at least like what seems to be good to me available at that time. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Not on yes, the grand scheme. Not in
1: hindsight. Certainly not. No, yeah, yeah. no, no. Just in the moment.
0: um it seems but then okay now but i would appeal also in my experience of moments of being like it, that was the yelling at the children example is a very momentary in the heat of the moment sort of thing and there's a lot going on yep in that little span of time how about these more protracted decisions too man, yeah. the the longer time. I even kind of shot myself in the foot with a shorter time frame mm-hmm. example. But some of these really protracted decisions, I think it starts to get even weaker for the determinist, because you the longer
1: you have to deliberate on something,
0: yeah. And like even and again, it's you have you the Sam Arbiter mm. have to give a whole story about that word even, like we have to we have to deconstruct deliberation, yeah. Well that word does not mean what we think it means. Yeah. You appear to be deliberating, but really you're just watching a long movie about you thinking you think you're making different arguments to yourself. Yeah. I just find it I just find it a very bizarre uh not descriptive at all of my lived experience. I don't feel compelled in any way to endorse mm-hmm. it. I mean, thinking about where to move, dude. Like, what? what let's take that example. There's so many factors that are going into it. And I'm really sitting here and weighing options and running a cost-benefit analysis. Again, I understand that everything that I'm saying can be, but it, but it's just an appearance. But you don't have evidence for the just, and you might say, but you don't have evidence for the executor. Or like, and and some of this is so complicated Mm -hmm. that the, the processing that it appears that I'm doing just has this texture that it's not just movie watching. I mean, I think fellow writers that are listening or man, maybe it's different with music and maybe that's a different sensation. But like when I'm crafting a sentence in my writing, I'm really wondering about like, which word should I use? And sometimes I pause and, I run a roll. I I run a little courier. Go find me other good words, and I'm stuck there for a little bit. Yeah, uh, yeah. And he brings some like, oh, that's not going to work, and I reject
1: it. And there is all this vetoing going on. That yeah, I'm intimately acquainted with what you're talking about. I understand <laughs> it, it. must seem frustrating to you to even have to talk about this to some something that seems so obvious to you.
0: Mm-hmm. Um, I'll say this about the psychological egoism piece now. That I'm, I think there's something to noting, I don't know if this does any work, but like first order and second order desires. Mm -hmm. I I feel, I'm worried that we're only talking about like first order beliefs, first order desires, first order intentions. And then there's these second order ones that kind of run alongside the top of them. And maybe they have their own carousel Mm -hmm. of appearances that are wafting around and they happen to kind of do tectonic plate action and intersect and outcomes behavior. But they interact in ways that require, uh, uh, again, it appears as though it requires an executor
1: to decide between them. Um, well, okay, here's something I'd love to touch on, and maybe there's, you'd need to be a psychologist to really know what's going on. Some behaviors, uh, the line gets blurry between agency and automated system. I can choose to breathe, it feels like, Mm -hmm. and control the rate of it. Or I can forget about it and it keeps happening. There are times when my hands will do do things unconsciously. You've you've probably seen in some episodes, bloody scratched my knee until it started bleeding. Why do I do that? I don't know. I wasn't actively choosing to do it. It's just like get into Premiere, start editing, and realize I've been scratching my knee throughout this whole conversation to the point where I'm bleeding. That's like some weird... (laughs) That's some weird stimming thing. Who knows what's going on there? But, but that's an unconscious system that was running. Uh, could I have done otherwise? Well, it just never really crossed the ticker tape. It was just, ha- it was just happening. Um, was, was one of my little cronies somewhere in that kingdom that you laid out, mm-hmm. someone somewhere is deciding, scratch the knee, mate, scratch that knee. It's going to feel good. Do it. Mm-hmm. You know. Or is there no agent making that decision? And things can get I mean, you I would see. think
0: no, like the executor was not made aware of that on his desk.
1: And it was happening. It was that that is like weather, you're saying. That's uh that oh, there, was it was determined. Yeah, again, there's so
0: uh sure. Yeah. I mm. mean So it, some of my the In like a, in a in a more local sense. Yeah. I mean I don't this is dark, but I don't know. There's maybe some Free agents, either you or others along the way, sadly damaged your inland empire in some way. To where that's a thing that you do. Yeah, that's you've developed of, a nervous tick. Part of my broken mind. <laughs> yeah, yeah. I don't know if you yeah. came out of the box that way, just, but <laughs> yeah. Isn't, but again, like I, I still, I just want to make sure. And again, it's not about being right or anything, right, but there. <laughs> but it totally is. But man, I feel like this has been left totally hanging. The moral. Responsibility, yeah, yep.
1: um, that I ought to be doing something. That only makes sense if there is free will. Uh, I'm with you on that. Okay. Yeah, that that's the strongest argument. And I think maybe this is where I would, I'd love to. Gosh, if we ever get Sam on this show, that'd be just great. Because I'd love to quiz him. I feel like sometimes he talks out both sides of his mouth. As far as the the idea of the self being illusory, that there is really no I, Mm -hmm. there's no executor. He can point to moments like, say when you're caught up in a flow state, when whatever task you're doing, level of challenge and level of competence meet this equilibrium such that you are being perfectly challenged at just the right amount so that you are totally absorbed in the present moment. And in that moment, you have no no self-conception, no sense of a self at all. You're just absorbed. I want to say that doesn't mean there is no self. It just means you are self-forgetful in that moment. You mm-hmm. have forgotten yourself, which might be really pleasurable because I think being a self comes with all kinds of suffering attached.
0: If you if you will, with my metaphor, mm. uh, suppose you're, um, what's it called in the US? The cabinet, the different department heads. Yeah. Uh, you, st- you, Maybe perhaps the executor is being a little bit too loud in the meeting and they say, we got this. Just, Just s- let us run it. Swivel the chair
1: around and we're
0: going to take it from yeah. there. Yeah, yeah. Stop something,
1: barking orders. Something like that. Just let us take over. I
0: mean, maybe... I don't see why I'm not allowed to say that Doesn't as mean well. there's
1: no executor. Yeah. But
0: he's yeah. still listening in the meeting and he's ready to get in if it gets out of hand. Yeah. That's how you get out of flow states. Yeah,
1: if something interrupts you. Yeah. 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 All right.
0: But again, I, I do get... Like, I, had, I already alluded to this but my metaphor wrote is can kicking in a way because it relies on you're imagining some big mafia guy boss at a yeah. chair perhaps and like that's a person like with yeah. an agent yeah, that yeah. has free will right you know right
1: <clears throat> yeah imagine
0: an agent with free will <laughs> that makes all the decisions yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, okay <laughs> sam's claim is yeah it's imaginary <laughs>
0: And I've heard appeals to uh, psychedelic experiences, and this is a uh, showcase that, like, actually, when I do this, it, uh, the self that I thought I had like kind of melts away.
1: That, to me, would be the same argument as the flow state argument. Mm-hmm. It, in, on a psychedelic state where you you experience an ego death, a death of the self, uh, any conception of I... The default mode network, the part of your brain that's responsible for constructing the sense of self, Mm -hmm. activity stops there like it does in intense meditation or in flow states. Mm -hmm. And if one one of the couriers
0: comes into the executor boardroom and hits him over the head with a brick and he's knocked out for a few hours, I don't mean the school bus isn't still running. Yeah. It's all still going. (laughs) Yeah. But he's just kind of like out for a minute. And that's.
1: I'm, yeah, I'm just again, I think if anything, that's evidence that the self can be, they would say, transcended. I think the self can be forgotten. The self can be temporarily ignored and mm-hmm. it's very pleasant to do that, I think, which is why we like flow states. It's why we like to play games that we get absorbed in. We lose track of time and in that we lose track of our suffering. We lose track of where we are in space. We're just not paying attention to it. We're not attending mm-hmm. to it.
0: I would also say perhaps an independent argument would be the persistence of the self over time. I have this extremely strong intuition that I am one and the same person that I was when I was born. Man, do you? Yeah, and I've obviously changed, but that's less clear
1: to me. <laughs> Come on, dude. No, no, it is. I mean, I understand. Different. I have the memories. I have all the memories. Uh, but
0: and again, I, and, again uh, and denying it would re- mean maybe a big lie for our legal system. We'd have yeah. to adopt an as if scenario. Yeah, I see. Where, like inheritances of problems. and like, I mean, ownership In- of property. You don't own it anymore. Tony Allen of 2013 did. This isn't your house. That guy bought it. You know, it doesn't exist anymore.
1: Yeah. Okay. No, I don't want to go. That. No, you're right.
0: No, but that's not. Well, but that's not a reason to reject a metaphysic. Why well, not? It would cause problems for our how we do things. Yeah. But it
1: is. It does try to show something a little bit absurd about it. The only thing I can point to as being maybe not the only thing, I am so different than five-year-old Tony. Mm-hmm. You know, just in almost in almost every way, I am mm-hmm. extremely but different.
0: not who what you actually are. And this is where and now we're getting in to dualism versus materialism. And I think you are a simple thing. Mm-hmm. You are not uh, complex. You're one yep. isolated unit. That's a soul, that's consciousness, that's free will. It's I think ah,
1: so. yeah, he likes to sneak them in, you like to smuggle the free will in with the consciousness as being that's what a soul is, that's what a person is. Is that right? Because I, I'm sympathetic to it. It's attractive.
0: Yeah, and I get that I might be betraying my thing from earlier about whether free will's in the Jenga tower or the table. Yeah. Uh, but I do think like I have, I only have free will because I'm a conscious agent. It's the immaterial part of me that has the free will. It's not a biological thing. Yeah, it has to be. I That's gotcha. where. And and frankly, if we can just be frank here. We can. I think. Uh and I don't want to impute any inte- intellectual vice to Sam, but I do think that I, I think he would recognize, I think he's have even said as much that a world of free will would mean a world of dualism. It's not a, mm. that free will is not a material thing. And yeah. so he would have to totally upend his worldview. Yes. And I think as would I, and yeah. that's why there's a great reluctance to do so. Mm hmm. I don't think we're gonna develop some materialistic version of free will. That hardly makes sense. Mm -hmm. You are a soul. You're an immaterial soul that's non-complex. You're a simple thing. You're that's what persists over time. That's the you. Okay, and and it's an awareness that you direct toward things. That you direct toward.
1: Yeah, I'm on board with all of that. And you choose how to direct it. Even you choose how to direct. Where do thoughts fit in? There. I mean that's another aspect of the mental life. Is it so, is it part of the the soul? You are th- uh, again I'm going but back even, to this. even just like man, maybe this is too
0: trippy or stupid but Yeah. Even if you just take a moment and wherever you are right now, hopefully don't close your eyes but if you're driving, yeah. Yeah. Maybe look around and you're, try to like if you can like try to devoid thought for a moment and you're just kind of looking and and even in doing that you're like your attention is, sh- and you're kind of like deciding whether you want to linger or look at certain things longer. I think there's something to that where hmm. I just feel, I feel really in
1: control of what I'm doing right now. Which, yeah. And I mean, even with Sam's whole, he has the whole waking up course and all of that. And the a big proponent of things like meditation, which in those, again, him, I think talking out both sides of his mouth, the exhortation is direct to your attention. Well, how can I do that or not on his view, you know?
0: Tony, wait, hold on, hold on. I've got to hear more about the, the, there needs to be a principle of sufficient reason or some kind of genuine explanation as to why one appearance comes up yep. after the other one. Because on my view, it makes perfect sense. Again, you can reject, like, I don't like immaterial soul. That sounds all mystical. Okay, fine. But what it does is it, uh, it gives me an actual explanation of how some mental states are arriving after another. Like I'm, I'm choosing mm. to do something and that's why it Like
1: You don't think it's all just associations and like network, ne, um, networks of neurons and when this one fires and someone says movie, a bunch of synapses fire and, and anything associated with movie triggers the next thought and now Forrest Gump is there. Uh I could see him giving a biological I mean, dude, account of it. Even that. thought. Yeah. Like
0: what in the is a thought? Yeah.
1: That's Great. a I'd that, love to get clear about that.
0: Yeah, that's a... it's like a splash of sorts on this what it's not a physical thing. It's no, immaterial.
1: It's, yes. Yes, it is. <laughs> you
0: but then why not be a free will person then? If you're if you're hap, if you are fine with there being immaterial stuff, that you've blown you've flown the coop. Hmm you're so far from Sam's view at this point that he doesn't want you on his team. (laughs) I mean, then, then it just, why not help yourself to this really powerful tool of explanation for why things happen? How like telling the story of how I came here today makes so much sense when I can use volition. Yeah. And like I had purposes. I wanted to come. No, you just, your brain, it just sent you this uh, wanting to come, and then wanting to find keys, and I'm just watching this movie of wanting to do stuff. Like, again, I said at the beginning, it's it's a possible view. That's possibly true. But it flies in the face of lived experience. Uh, It doesn't account for moral responsibility, which seems... Like just patently obvious that we have that again. It's not. It could be wrong. That could be wrong too. Maybe we don't. But boy, it really strikes. That strikes me as true. Uh, And the persistence of the self over time. To me, are three really strong reasons to think it's real. And for you, the self.
1: uh, It's also the Imago Day. I would lump that in also. Sure. How is the self related to memory
0: for you? Ooh. Um. Well, memory you the brain more is like it's a machine that the executor is able to use. The soul, the free, and uh,
1: mm-hmm. uh, are you your memories? Are they in some way? Are they embedded in the... Because it seems to me, brain damage results in memory loss. Uh, memories seem like they're stored in the brain, not the immaterial soul whatever that would be Mm -hmm. so if I'm the thing that endures all the changes that take place from five year old Tony to current Tony I am the the uh, I am the awareness the consciousness that has witnessed all the changes and on your view I am the I am the volition the will uh, that has brought about some of those changes that part
0: um, what do I think I'd have to think more about, before I say definitively, whether I have free will or I am a locus
1: of free will. Okay. Yep.
0: Maybe there's it's not a huge difference there, but okay. in any case, yeah, so, so far, so good.
1: But memories don't seem wrapped up in that. Like, you could get, maybe it's an open question in philosophy, you could get Alzheimer's tomorrow, lose a bunch of your memories, would you still be Clint? I do. Yeah, yeah. I do think I'm I not think too so. worried about that. Yeah.
0: I'm more worried about just how does it work?
1: Yeah. Well, certainly, if we're talking about retaining them in some blissful type afterlife, that's mm-hmm. that seems I don't really tricky. get the
0: neuro. I don't get what we mean when we say it's stored in the brain. Mm. The
1: memory of my birthday party. Like, I'm just wondering. I think I, neuroscientists correct me if I'm wrong. My understanding of that is that the brain has what do they call them? symbols which would be collections patterns of neurons that can fire that are associated with particular other patterns of neurons firing so memories like your eight-year-old birthday party or whatever it was that's a that's a particular firing pattern that can happen in your brain Mm -hmm. and when it does it results in this immaterial so i'm with you i think that there is the immaterial Realm, uh the visuals, smells, the memories, any anything associated with what right. happened at that birthday party, it has this knock on effect of triggering all of those as well. And you have this conscious experience of sort of reliving it or remembering what it's yeah. like.
0: That fa that fa- fascinates me. That helped me a little bit, but I'm still okay. like Yeah. Pretty bewildered by all that. Sure.
1: I mean, it's bewildering. And
0: yeah. just how how that fine, they all fire together, whatever we want to call it, and the collection and Describe all the neuroscience you want about it and yeah. th- blow me away. But then, what is that? Like, pshht, why, why did that lead to a splashing of consciousness in a certain way? Yeah. Well, that, yeah. The mind body problem. The hard problem. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But I mean, is that a, I mean, those, that trilogy of
1: yeah. arguments. No, you got some strong points there. Yep.
0: And you, and crucially, like I think it's the denial of them leaves us in a just really counterintuitive, strange world where none of us are persist over time at all. Uh, there are no moral responsibilities, and you are uh, you are just in the grips of error theory about your lived experience. Mm-hmm. B- basically, everything about it does not align with reality right in a way now, that not i get that you could make an, an
1: allusion to like well it turns out like this is mostly empty space right i was going to say we are constantly surprised by the ways that mm-hmm. this universe seems to upend our intuitions about the way that it is things are not at all what they appear to be but in this but in the sense of like
0: um there there really is a chair here we just need to like rethink what all goes into chair like, I need to change my intuition about, well, yeah. like, that this is um, mostly solid material. But to say, but, but the, um, the free will argument is going a step further, similar to the skepticism of the external world. It's like, oh, the chair is not really there. There's not really an eye. There's not
1: really an executor. Like, well, Maybe wait. it's, is it semantics? Cause like, the chair thing. Chair is just, that's a noise we make with our mouths. To refer to this particular pattern Of energy and particles Is there actually a chair there? Okay Well it's useful for us to use the word chair We all know what you mean by chair We all know what you mean by free will Is it really there? Well In the sense that we act like it is and believe it Hmm. You've moved the needle for me Okay Yep (laughs) You've moved the needle you don't feel it's...
0: as confident of being on the fence, or yeah,
1: I'm less in the middle of the fence now. Okay. Uh, yeah, was, I've got to chew on it more, but I just wanted some help mapping out. We just got the at the end there,
0: and I know we're now we're running even longer than the last one, but oh, geez. um, you were tiptoeing on something about like, does it matter?
1: Oh, we yeah. We started
0: with that, like yeah. And you kind of made it sound like maybe it doesn't matter too much. Well, hey, is, we act like we have free will, and we all talk as though we do. We use words like deliberation and planning, and
1: yeah, okay. Let's, can we just keep doing what we're doing? And it's an unsolved mystery. Well, this is what this is. Again, one of the things I see with Sam a lot is, and I, I don't think this is a gotcha. I think he recognizes this that in all of his conversations, he references, I did this, I think this, I do that. Even though if you press him, he would tell you there is no I. But it's a useful fiction. We know what we mean by it. For making society, for making conversations happen, we're going to keep talking that way. So I'm trying to think, what what would In I, the same way that we do with chair and... Yeah, I think so for him. Hmm. I think so. So like, I don't think he's suggesting that we all change our language and don't refer to I and, uh, never acknowledge that it seems like we have free will. I think as far as how you go about living, it's going to be the same way you have. You're going to feel like you're making decisions just like you always have. Just know that that's not really what's going on. I think is, is his point of view. And I'm wondering why is this useful to talk about? Why think about it at all? Um, is there something gained? by adopting a determinism is if I were to, to chunk, just load the determinism cartridge and now that's my worldview, that's my Jenga tower. I really believe that. What about the texture of my life is different now that I hold this view? Is there something to be gained by being persuaded by Sam?
0: Yes, I think. I mean, well, here's yep. here's a change. You can determine whether it's a gain. Yeah. I think it cuts both ways, unfortunately. But yep. it's it has everything to do with the moral yes, aspect. Yes, I think so. And again, I want to say, give him... Viewer, withhold your judgment on Sam's response because we didn't really offer that. I don't yeah. want to put. I don't. Just, I just don't know it super well. Yeah. But apparently, he still thinks you can have your cake and eat it too and be a determinist and moral responsibility. Mm-hmm. But let's just imagine for a moment that you don't have that. Then, I could see you developing, of course, not by choice. Yeah. Uh, a certain amount of empathy for yeah. people who've find themselves
1: in a mess of wrongdoing. Like we said with the finding ourselves believing certain things a few episodes ago mm-hmm. yeah suddenly you have a little more compassion potentially. The
0: people flipping you off in traffic the people so, who steal money from you yeah. even those who do far worse yeah. and really harm your family they had no choice in the matter. Yeah. And this is just a result of a cruel random universe of Mm -hmm. little particles of electrons slamming together Mm -hmm. and this is what happened that does stink for you that that happened the harm yeah uh but console yourself that no one is really out to get you on by their vicious Mm -hmm. evil which on my view i do have to take that on that there is genuine evil directed at the good right yeah now what i also gain that you miss out on is a robust beauty and love that's volitional it's that yeah okay so uh that i experience the agape love of my wife who cares for me despite my misdoings Mm -hmm. uh i get the thrill of knowing that that she really chose to do that yeah and was not just an automaton, a robot, that is Didn't participating in apparent wishings. Yep. So you live this, and the, the, the full-blooded, convinced determinist enjoys a life where he's neither slighted nor loved. <laughs>
1: yeah. I can, I can imagine that, maybe this cuts both ways, same thing, Uh, I, well, I hear this all the time from theists, God is in control. God is in control. And, and there's a, presumably that becoming a mantra of God is in control and I am not is a way of dealing with anxiety and stress of hand it over to God. God will control it. God will control the outcome. You can't control it. Don't try to control things you can't control. Give it all up. Let him run the show. And I can see that on determinism, maybe there is, maybe you, maybe you can relax a little bit if suddenly you're not in control of everything. You're just along for the ride. You, the cart's in motion. So just, just watch, see what happens. Well, on
0: determinism, that mantra uh, becomes pretty obvious and redundant. It'd be like saying, "The sky is blue. The sky is blue." Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. God's in control. Yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah
1: yeah you you're certainly not right right <laughs> but, but, on my but I'm view, saying maybe yeah. that maybe that's an appeal for I'm wondering why would anybody want this view to be true? Would anybody want determinism to be true and because of the benefits it might have for the texture of your lived experience if you hold it to be true i I suppose
0: someone who is afraid of rising to the challenge of uh moral excellence <sighs>
1: no, cowardice well. I mean it's a high it is oh it is that's the thing and this is peterson's stuff is if we are agents who can bear that weight Mm -hmm. who can who can stand under that weight of responsibility that i my actions really do have impacts i really can do worse things or better things i really have we really are co-creative with god you know that He creates, and he's invited me into the creative process. I have some say in how this universe goes.
0: Yeah, it's a great responsibility. If that's true,
1: that's overwhelming, you know? Mm -hmm. It should be taken seriously.
0: But brimming with potential for a lot of meaning. Absolutely, yeah. So, like, it's what's to gain uh, a life of meaning. Everything, (laughs) yeah. Which is why... It's kind of it's 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 close to a non-negotiable for me as mm-hmm. possible. It's either the table, again, that the Jenga tower sits on, or the bottom rung. Yep. Uh, do you see what I mean? I mean, determinism could be true. Yeah, yeah. And perhaps one day I'll be convinced in it. I'm sure I'll probably still have some other discussions. So I shouldn't phrase it as interested.
1: Yes. In discussion, but. But you're saying your sense of meaning would drop away if determinism were true. I think I'd have, yes. You don't think you could be similarly gripped to the movie of your own life as you are to Marvel movies and all the other movies you watch? You don't have agency over those characters on the screen. If you suddenly discovered you don't have agency over this one either, Mm -hmm. wouldn't you still be curious to see what happens and how it plays out? And maybe the meaning would drop away, but this is where I wanted to push you on your level of interest. Yeah, I still think I would pay very close attention to, okay, if it, if it turned out there's no agent here, what the heck is happening and what's going to happen next?
0: I think that would be a thought I'd have in a relatively privileged exi- existence yeah. where the hills and valleys are not too severe. Fair enough. But you can imagine the lives that go very poorly yep. to which if in, ensconced in this view, there is no purpose or hope or tell us but you
1: are experiencing the suffering or right maybe you aren't but suffering is present yeah 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 if you want to say it that way (laughs) yeah interesting man well i know we've kind of talked in circles a little bit but i needed help obviously as you can see mapping the terrain here and i figured you and i've danced around this enough that it'd be nice to tease it out out a little Mm -hmm. more
0: Free will the reason I've avoided it and was hesitant to do the conversation is just because of how many different topics it touches. Yeah, being or at the it, bottom rung. Yeah. Or it influences like yeah, it, yeah. um it it's metaphysics, whether dualism is true, in my opinion. Uh about objective morality. Yep.
1: Big uh, big topics. <laughs> yeah.
0: Whether <laughs> God exists, I think that's a big one.
1: Mm-hmm. Uh yeah.
0: Nature of the person.
1: Yeah. Okay. Well, thank you. Yes. Thanks. Sorry, I'm, I'm sure some of that was frustrating for no, you. No,
0: no, no. Yeah. I hope that I've done a stalwart defense of the typical free will position yeah. for my colleagues that
1: are watching. so. Yeah. Well, I appreciate it. Yeah, absolutely. All right. Well, thanks for listening. Thanks for joining us. If you have something to add, if there's something obvious we've missed, if we've misrepresented Sam or some other of you, call us out. We always are willing to be called out.
0: If by some chance someone's watching this that like knows Sam, oh my gosh, and like have him just listen to some of the parts of our, <laughs> I would I would I would just be thrilled to talk with him about this and yeah, afraid I hope, I hope of being day. shown to be a fraud. <laughs>
1: <laughs> that, that I won't be articulate in the moment, but one day podcast yes. goals. Mm-hmm. yeah alright well thanks for watching uh, as always you can write into the show you can leave a comment on this YouTube video if you're watching there if you're driving or something and you have a burning question uh, you can email us when you're not driving uh, mailbag at openertruth.com. we read all of those respond to those and talk about them on the show when we think they'd fit so yeah hit us with your comments thoughts or concerns and uh, if you're interested in reading philosophical ideas sign up for the blog com slash subscribe and you'll get those in your inbox each week I think that's it right that's right alright Thanks Thanks. for listening. Thanks for watching. Stay curious like you have a choice.